What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Florida State League Radio Network. Happy to have you guys on the show today, and we are here with a very special guest today. Uh, this is a first for me. I never had somebody quite like this uh, in his role, what he does for a day-to-day basis. He's in the Rays organization. Um, he is a coach. He's the uh, mental skills, mental performance coach. I don't know how how, how you want me to word that. Um, yeah, we can, we kind of jump back and forth between mental performance okay. and mental skills, but you, you got it right on the head. Okay, Either perfect. Or, that's kind of what we go by depending on the day. Perfect, perfect. Well, we are here today with James Schwabach. James, welcome to the show, man. Happy to have you on. This is a exciting, it should be an exciting interview. You get to see what you do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's a real pleasure, man. It's a real pleasure. So let's get into my first question. I mean, if people are listening, they probably don't know what you guys do on a day-to-day basis. So my first question is, what is a mental performance coach, and why is it so essential in the world of baseball? Yeah, I mean, you covering the Florida State League, I think, is a perfect kind of uh, way to get into the importance of having a mental performance coach within organizations and you know we are a growing field even though a lot of people haven't uh heard of us we try and stick around in the background but being a professional baseball player and even making it into an organization is so hard uh that's kind of everyone's dream right if you play baseball growing up and then once you're there what's amazing is so few minor leaguers even make it to the big leagues or even really past the florida state league for that matter so you need to be the elite of the elite of the elite in order to even make it to a high level of minor leagues, let alone be a big leaguer, even to get a taste. So the level of mental strength that our players or any player that's going to make it to the big leagues needs to have needs to be out of this world. And those are learned traits. A lot of people think they are um, just kind of born like that, but those are things that people can learn, at least I think they can learn, to be more resilient, keep your confidence, and kind of stay focused when you are facing some adversity. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Especially as a minor leaguer, a lot of guys coming in so young and, and you know, they're, they're not always that focused and stuff, you know, it, it must be, you know, the, the league, minor leagues are getting so much younger. That must be uh, interesting to work with them and stuff and try and get their mental performance to its highest level to hope that they can make it to the majors at some point. Yeah, and I should point out, especially in the Rays organization, as you know, with all of the great players that we have, yep. I am really often not working from any deficiencies in really? mental performance, even though, you know, uh, a lot of guys or, or some guys will have, you know, more um, – clinical issues and that's yeah. you know uh that's something that we have other professionals for in every organization mm-hmm. but um with our minor leaguers i'm trying to get them better from an already elite level so yeah, similar sure. to you know a hitting coach they're going to be a really good hitter but i'm trying to get them better they're going to come in mentally strong for the most part mm-hmm. but i'm trying to get them that much better regardless of their age or um, level that they're playing at so that's what makes it cool is i get to make them even better not just trying to get them to uh scrape by that's awesome that's really really cool uh let's get into my next question now so kind of now we kind of everyone knows about it and what a mental performance coach does and such you know what are your day-to-day duties you know what do you do on a daily basis and such and how do you know like which players to uh really you know work with i guess you would say Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and this kind of goes back to all good coaching, 
but the biggest thing is to build relationships and build trust with the guys that I'm working with. And that's what's awesome about working in the Rays organization is, you know, being full-time and only working with the Rays and on this team. I get to... Uh, I get to meet guys when they are first drafted and then I'm kind of with them and traveling to whatever affiliate they're at oftentimes throughout their minor league career. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is my fifth year with the Rays and now there's guys that are in our organization that I've known for five years. And so building that trust is huge. And so it turns into an individualized kind of, I won't even call it a program, but an individualized approach where I can come into town if I'm traveling to Montgomery and you know I can talk to a player and just catch up with him so it's not going to be uh you know uh an emergency where a player's like oh my god you need to get me out of this slump it's little things here and there how do we get back on track how do we stay stay on track um how do we keep you know the slumps shorter than maybe they normally would be um and that comes from just having those relationships so I can come into town just be there and have a two-minute conversation behind the batting cage. Talk to a guy after he throws a bullpen. Little, short kind of reminders of what makes players great, and then they know what to do to get themselves back on track. (laughs) Oftentimes, it's just those quick reminders. These are high-level professional athletes, and I'm just there to be a little bit more of a support system. That's that's pretty cool, and and it must be cool, too, for them. You know, you're kind of working one-on-one with them. You're not, you know, having multiple people you're doing it with. You're kind of individually working with each player that needs it and such. So I think that's that's pretty cool that you're able to work with them one-on-one and, and kind of know, like, what, what they need to also work on. But you also get to build these relationships with them as well. Absolutely, yeah. So let's get into my next question. You know, as so as a mental performance coach, you know, you guys, especially in the minor leagues, you guys get tons of new talent coming in, whether it's from the draft, whether it's from other organizations coming through, you know, is it difficult to work with these new players since they've been in a new, you know, an older organization, they might have a different way of doing things with their mental uh, performance coaching side of things, or even when they come out of college, you know, it's a, a lot different compared to coming into the minor leagues. Is, is it a little bit difficult to kind of work with them because you're trying to, they're trying to adjust and such? I think it actually, at least in the time that I've been with the Rays, it's gotten easier and easier because similar to, I think, how we've had that technological revolution and guys are coming in almost expecting that support of the different things that we use in a practice setting. Um, They're expecting to have, I shouldn't say expecting like they think they're entitled to it, but they're expecting to have that mental performance support. A lot of colleges are using mental performance coaches now, at least on a consultant level. Um, And guys are used to having that and are used to going over the mental part of the game, whether it's from a coach, whether it's from specifically a mental skills coach, um, they're used to it. So whether a guy's coming from another organization or a college setting or even a high school setting, oftentimes they've heard the terms before and it allows us to hit the ground running. I love getting a guy from a different organization because, you know, us mental performance coaches within professional baseball are a tight knit group and we all know each other. So I'm able to say, Hey, did you work with so-and-so? And And they're like, Oh yeah, you know him or you know her. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really fun. And it almost opens up the door more and makes it easier to work with guys because they're, used to that type of setting they're used to that type of uh 
relationship and coaching being yeah. available to them. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I under, understand where you're coming from on that. Um, yeah. Uh, let's get into my next question here. You know, obviously, you know, you, you get to work with all the players and all the minor league guys and stuff, but do you work with any of the, also the minor league coaches? You know, sometimes, do you ever have, like, any times where the minor league coaches even need you for something, or is that kind of like you just strictly work with the actual players themselves? Yeah, I think what's awesome, again, about the Rays is it's just a learning culture. Everyone wants to learn from everyone else. So I'm always asking questions to our pitching coaches and hitting coaches and managers about the baseball side of things and what's cool is they're curious about the the mental performance side of things they'll ask me about players they'll ask me about different maybe like theories and like hey what do you think about this coaching not technique but kind of presentation of a drill or a learning process and there's such a collaboration within the organization that it ends up being really cool so am i working with coaches like on their mental performance, I would say a little bit less so than I am mm-hmm. with players who are kind of like learning a little bit more about how to think and how to be confident in that regard. Um, but coaches from a from a teaching standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, that development is 100% there, but it works both ways. Yep. I'm learning from them, from some of our awesome coaches who have so much baseball experience, yep. and then they're also very willing to learn from me. So it makes it a cool environment uh regardless of which affiliate i happen to be at at the time that's pretty cool and it's you guys are kind of like giving back to each other i think that's that's awesome that you guys are kind of doing that you know you're giving your aspect of it and also their aspect i think that's uh pretty pretty cool to you know pretty cool to have uh my next question here is you know you know with being a mental performance coach and stuff is your approach with a batter different than with your approach to like approaching a pitcher you know so say if a pitcher's in a slump or even if a batter's in the slump or whatever are the approaches different just because you know they're different positions and they're just different ways of dealing with you know is there a different approach for that or do you kind of approach them both at the same style I guess you would say yeah I mean I think there's similar general concepts that I would get into you know like obviously we want to take it one pitch at a time but how do we actually practice that How do we practice resetting, you know, after every pitch, whether you just pitch the ball or just swung at the ball or are in in the box, you know, or even on defense, how do you prepare Mm -hmm. yourself? And so I think the general concepts, I would say, start out the same, but just from a sheer success standpoint or needing to Mm -hmm. deal with failure, as a hitter, your mindset needs to be really different. You know, as a pitcher, you really... Uh, should be successful most of the time, yeah. right? Uh, because as, as a hitter, you're going to fail. If you're a really good hitter, as they always say, you're going to fail seven out of every ten times. So yeah. the mindset in terms of dealing with failure and kind of keeping your confidence level up is a little bit different. But I would say the general concepts of knowing how to refocus, knowing how to set your mindset right and like kind of keep your routine consistent, mm-hmm. whether you're you know in a slump or whether you uh are on a hot streak yeah whatever that means for that player um i would say generally that the concepts are the same but it ends up being individual based on what they're working on yeah definitely for sure and, and also with pitchers too you know especially if they're starting pitchers you know they only have 20 games they can play during a season so they relatively have exactly. to be like on point almost every game if they want to have you know they have to have really good games but for batters they they have can have their bad games and such so it's kind of like they 
they have a little more leeway, I guess you would say, when it comes to their performance on the field. I mean, you still want to see them do well, but, um, you know, it, they have a little bit more leeway because they're playing most of the full season. So, Yeah, and I think one of the, as we're talking this out now, for pitchers, especially in our organization, as, as you've seen at the big league level, our pitchers need to be ready for any situation. You know, sure. they might be an opener one night. They might be a closer. They might be a bulk guy throughout our minor league system. And then yeah. they might get to the big leagues and fill in a different value, yep. uh, a different role. So for pitchers, it's a big um, mindset work and understanding that, like, we're trying to get you to the big leagues or be ready to be a big league pitcher. And that might require you to be in a different role than you were in high school, in college, um, and might require different things. As a hitter, I guess, like, the mindset is going to stay consistent, um, even though they need to continue to get better at it and, you know, build up that mental strength and focus for each at-bat. But, like, throughout our system, like, when you're hitting, you're hitting, right? Yeah, so as as a hitter that mindset is going to kind of stay consistent throughout your career. You want to be able yeah. to reset after a bad call by the ump. You want to be able to reset after an 0 for 3 and still go 1 for 4 in your last at bat. That type of thing is going to remain the same. Whereas for, sure. for our pitchers, it might be a little bit of a, a change for them in understanding what role we're trying to carve out for them so that they can help us at the big league level eventually. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, let's get into my next question. You know, we were talking about, you know, going to different levels and stuff and, you know, kind of working with the players individually. Do you get more players from the lower levels asking you to help them out or such? Or is it, do you get kind of a mix of both? You know, you get a lot of the high guys and even a lot of the low guys as well. Yeah, I think you, and I don't know, the Rays are the only organization I've worked with in baseball, so I don't know how unique this is, but Mm -hmm. from the bottom to the top, I think, uh, players are eager to learn because they know it's a part of our culture and we have multiple uh, mental performance coaches trying to help them out from the Dominican Summer League all the way up through the big leagues. Yeah. And there's someone there, whether it's myself or another uh, person on my team, that is there to help them. So I think the conversations end up being different. It might yeah. be a little bit more introduction to some mental skills at a lower level that they may have not heard of before you know if you're a Mm -hmm. 17 year old dominican kid playing (laughs) in his first professional season you're you're going to have fewer like questions but it's going to be still that learning mindset if you're a guy that maybe uh is on his way to the big leagues or has had some some seasons in the big leagues and is on our triple a or double a team then you're going to come to the table with a little bit more insight into Mm -hmm. your thinking into your history of playing and so it's going to be a little bit more back and forth maybe but the conversation still happened regardless of level and i think that's really cool they're a little bit different depending on the level but it's it's still happening yeah Uh, whether they're just coming into our system as a teenager or have been in our system for you know four or five years yeah that's awesome that's really that's really cool you're able to kind of work with everybody i think that's uh that's something that i think is really cool about it it's definitely awesome it's it's fulfilling and especially when you have that player who you you know you've been building up that relationship for a few years and you've kind of uh taught them some things they've taught you some things and they finally Mm -hmm. kind of put it together and then they come up to you and be like James, like I really worked on this this off season, or really worked on this since your last visit, and you see it, and then it really helps them out performance wise. That's huge. Yeah, definitely for sure. 
And let's get into, you know, my last question. This is just more so, you know, kind of you've able to work with a lot of great players. Obviously, you've been in the been on the team for five years now since 2016. That was your first year. You know, what are some of the player best players you've been able to work with throughout your five year career with the Rays? Oh, man, I don't know if I can pick one. I don't want <laughs> to call anyone out specifically um, on this podcast. But, I mean, I, I will give one example just because his name comes up a lot, and I think it's, it's a perfect example of what mental strength can give. But if you look at a Mike Brasso, who's you know on our big league team now, yep. if you look at his path of being you know an undrafted free agent out of college and being an older guy, and like the path was extremely difficult for him, but if you look at his mindset, it was always just grind it out, play his best. And not only that, but he wanted to learn. You know, he was a, a guy who was always coming up to me and, you know, asking how to do this or how to make his mindset even better. And um, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying that either. But <laughs> he's just always had that grinder mentality that he's going to get the best out of his ability and even more so. Mm-hmm. And so to go from undrafted free agent to a big leaguer, is rare. I mean, to go from a first rounder to a big leaguer is rare enough, but to take the path that he took, um, I think speaks to his mental strength, but also his learning mentality and kind of that growth mindset of he knows he needs to get better. So he's been an awesome guy um, who, you know, I've seen grow through our system since I was here. um, And he's a perfect example of what, a strong mind can do mm-hmm. uh, for a player. Yeah, for sure. And and we look at him now. He's in the majors, and he he's a uh, he's he's. I'm hoping he's going to start out. He probably will start out in the major leagues this year. I'm hoping. I I really do like him. I I think the world of him. I think he's an incredible player, and I really have the high hopes for him. Uh, James, I want to say thank you so much for joining me today. It was a real pleasure to kind of talk about something that I don't think a lot of people really know about. That's in a, a a baseball organization not many people know that there is a mental performance coach but i think it was awesome to get to see your insight and hear your insight on what you do on a day-to-day basis some of how you deal with players and such and i think it was a really really cool interview to have you on i appreciate you having me it was fun it was a pleasure man and uh, stay safe with everything going on and have a happy easter this year all right thank you you as well All right, guys, that was, again, James Schwabach. Again, James, thank you so much for joining me today. Really, really cool to be able to get to kind of know his insight and what he deals with on a day-to-day basis. Um, Yeah, I mean, that that was uh, awesome. That was really cool. I, I, funny enough... I, I knew there was a mental performance coach, but I, I didn't know much about it. I really didn't. And um, I think that's what's cool about having this podcast is... You get to interview people like that that it's just fascinating to learn about what they do on a day-to-day basis that you don't know much about. Like for me, I, I really didn't know much of anything about mental – I mean I, I kind of knew like what it was going to be about, but like I had no idea what actually goes into being a mental performance coach. And I think he gave, gave some great content, and I was really happy. And again, James, thank you for joining me. And to everyone out there, uh, stay safe to everyone. Obviously, uh, Easter is tomorrow. At least the time I'm recording this is Easter is tomorrow. But, um, yeah, thank you guys uh, so much for joining me today. And uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Pick Drafts, or Pick Draft, I should say, uh, DFS. 
Uh, thank you for sponsoring all of our episodes. Use our discount code FSLBB19 to save 25% off on all their contests. You enter their daily fantasy sports website. You go in and enter. So if you don't have a fantasy sports team, you can go enter. But obviously, no sports going on. No, uh, no, no, no money you can be making right now. <clears throat> However, we do have one sponsor that is currently working, and that is Officials Depot. Dot com you could save 15% off using discount code FSL network that is FSL network all in caps use that discount code go check them out at officials depot if you need your sports umpiring and referee gear listen it's a perfect time spring cleaning is around the corner get your spring cleaning on there's a lot of time we're in quarantine uh, well I'm not at least I'm I'm out still but like I'm I'm everyone I'm safe okay I'm safe um, no, um, no, there's spring cleaning going on. Get your spring cleaning. If you're an umpire or if you're a referee or if you're do none of that, uh, go get your spring cleaning on, throw out those old referee shirts that you don't need anymore. Go to officials depot, buy your referee shirt and go check them out and use our discount code. You can save some money. It's great for the Easter season. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, thank you for James coming on the show today. James, it was a real pleasure to have you on, man, and uh, excited to see what players will be coming up that you were able to work with uh, during the season. But um, anyways, guys, that is for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out, and see you guys in our next podcast. Peace.